Welcome to The Green Insider, powered by eRenewable. Each and every podcast, hosts Mike Niemer and Greg Frank will bring you energy experts to help you better understand the renewable and sustainability space. Education is important to us because it's important to you, the listener. Now here's Mike Niemer and Greg Frank. It is time for episode 144 of The Green Insider, powered by eRenewable. Before we get to today's content, we do want to check in quickly with eRenewable COO, Ann Niemer. She's got a word for us. Let's hear from Ann right now. Ann Niemer here, COO of eRenewable. We know today whether you're a public company, private equity, or privately held company, ESG and sustainability are important to your company. At eRenewable, we can help you achieve some of those goals. If you have any questions or need any assistance with regards to reaching your sustainability goals, please visit us at eRenewable.com to learn more. As always, thank you for listening to The Green Insider, powered by eRenewable. And we welcome you into episode 144 of The Green Insider, powered by eRenewable. Alongside Mike Niemer, I am Greg Frank. Mike, uh, we've been seeing a lot of each other lately, so uh, ready to rock and roll here with another one. Yes, sir. I'll tell you what, we've been on quite a roll the last couple weeks with regards to uh, guest and getting our podcast taped and put in the can. So that's what it takes. A lot of convention schedules coming up. So we've got to be ready for it. Yeah, so now that's what we're here for. I do want to ask you, and certainly maybe our guests can chime in on this as well, but it's the end of September now. As you know, I moved to Houston last November. So I'm going through my first Houston summer. When does it start to kind of routinely get in the 80s and 70s here? Well, 80s, you're probably two weeks away. Okay. 70s, you might be a whole month. Okay. All right. All right. And now, do you're gonna, are you going to count the heat index? Now, that's a different uh, story. That's a good point. Yeah. Should I? You should. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, without further ado, let's get to our guest now. His name is Sam Talene, the general manager at Terrapaz. Sam, thanks a lot for joining us. How are you doing? Thanks for inviting me. Absolutely. Good. So uh, let's just paint some broad strokes early on here. Tell us a little bit about the business and how you got to where you are now as the GM. Sure. So I'll kind of give you a little bit of history of uh, me, me professionally. So uh, my career has always been about, I always want to do positive impact through the work that I do every day. And so I started, you know, in, in, in technical kind of environmental remediation um, and, uh, and, and, but it came to find I really want to be part of bringing new clean technologies into the market. It's a big passion for me. So um, it went to business school and transitioned really into the clean tech industry from there. Uh, spent some time at DuPont Solar. Um, that was really good to just see how do you develop new technologies? How do you use material science to try to figure out, can I make solar panels more powerful or cheaper or easier to use? And then from there, I did spend some time at Green Mountain Energy too. And that was good to understand, you know, how are you when you're dealing with millions of people? How do you get clean tech into the hands of millions of businesses, millions of people? Um, and I saw those challenges. And you know, one of the one of the big things is um, that that drew me to TerraPass when the opportunity opened up is I saw the great benefit of of the carbon reduction projects that TerraPass has. And the the thing that that really appealed to me about about carbon offset industry and carbon reduction is its accessibility. It is these kind of these projects um, allow anybody to basically take climate action. Um, they're not only accessible, they have impact and they have scale. It's already a big industry. It's an industry that can grow. Um, and we just have an urgent need to make climate action accessible to more people. And so the opportunity to join TerraPass, be part of leading that was was really appealing to me. You talk about connecting with people, and I'm just curious. I think that's something that people in a lot of industries can uh, 
have to do in the, in their jobs, and I mean it's something that I I do all the time working in radio, and I, I'm just wondering. Are, were you always kind of wired that way as kind of a people person? And, and you know, wh- how much of that part of the job in terms of networking and connecting and trying to uh, get to know others in the space, uh, how, how important is that to what you do? So I think the most, for me, being very customer focused has always been really, really motivating for me. And I, I'd say connecting with customers has been the biggest drive is understanding what customers are looking for and and then how can you do you have solutions that that fit their needs and um, I think that's been one of the the key innovations for TerraPass is is finding a way to to bring carbon offsetting to to normal businesses to smaller to to individuals even down to that and you look at the history of of carbon offsetting and. It, it was always kind of available to large corporates, right? You had teams who could go in and calculate your carbon footprint, and then you could write a big check to these amazing projects that are reducing carbon. And and what what happened? What TerraPass did is is change that by making all of this accessible to everyday businesses, uh, everyday people through carbon footprinting tools we have, through uh, the amazing projects we give them access to, and then a lot of the business services that we that we bring to businesses to help them just really make sustainability and, and carbon reduction part of their business. Strategy. And I'm curious when you talk about carbon foot, footprint tools and, and some of the technological advancements the last 10 years, I think in a lot of industries, technology has helped us learn more, understand more, have a, a depth of knowledge that wasn't there, uh, and, and how has that really impacted what you do? I think the the two pieces of technology that we work with, you know, it's amazing when everybody talks about everybody talks about you know, carbon emission reduction, uh, but there people don't always talk a lot about carbon footprinting, about how do you have these models that you know you tell me something about yourself or your business and then you know how do i know you know what is your carbon footprint and that's the big step that's the big hurdle that we that, that we in the industry help people get past which is um first we're going to let you know what your carbon footprint is you tell me things about your business like how much electricity do you use natural gas your your fleet vehicles and we have tools and uh, both that that are online available at any time and then we have a team that can help businesses do custom calculations as well but ultimately you got to understand what's your carbon footprint uh, and we have the models and the tools to do that and then the other key co- component for technology for TerraPass is the carbon reduction projects and um, we talk a lot about carbon offset carbon offset um, but really I, I think we we need to talk more like these are these are big projects that are reducing carbon in the atmosphere every day and there's a variety of technologies there's there's some traditional ones like you know landfill gas capture forestry is something you hear a lot about and then there's some emerging technologies like direct air capture or soil carbon offsets and so uh, technology has a uh, is an area we have to keep up with because at TerraPass, one of the things we do is make sure we're bringing the best carbon reduction projects to every customer who comes to us every day. So we're always keeping up with, you know, what technologies are are in in the pipeline. When can we start to bring those into our solutions? So uh, technology is a big play on on several fronts for us. You know, Sam, you bring into both large businesses, small businesses, and individuals, the opportunity to reduce their carbon footprint is a wonderful objective and goal that you guys have, and we're glad you're doing that. So for our listeners, let's simplify it even more, okay? Take a typical 
let's make up what a five or ten person small business. Okay, what would their carbon footprint typically look like? How would they go about using TerraPass to reduce their carbon footprint and to go green? Yeah, oh, great question. I love it. And you know, for us, I want to start with the the kind of the the key steps that we always promote, and it's calculate, conserve, and offset. And those are the three steps that really walk any business through this path of of creating and implementing a carbon reduction plan. And so calculate is what I talked about a lot, which is um, you need to make sure as a business you are uh, you are calculating your carbon footprint on an annual basis. You're tracking that. And, and that is something that businesses kind of need to adopt as something that they do um, as part of their business. They're collecting that operational data that I mentioned. They are either coming to terrapass.com and using our calculators to, to calculate their footprint, or they're calling us and we, we have our analysts who can, who can help run the models for them and producing a carbon footprint. And not only are you identifying where those carbon emissions are in your business, but then you can track them over time. And then that leads to the next key step, which is um, calculate with conserve is the second step. And that just really means you have to reduce carbon emissions in your business over time. And then the key is you have a, you have a plan to, to do that consistently every year. Um, and this is through something, there, there are easy ways to do that. And then there are more complex ways to do that. And, and the best way for any business to start is start with the easy stuff, energy efficiency, like LED lighting, insulation, um, smart thermostats, you want to make sure your, your, your consumption is as low as possible. And that's usually the highest ROI type of work. Um, and then you can start looking at the more complex things like, hey, maybe I want to buy electric vehicles for my company fleets, or maybe I want to install solar, or maybe I want to contract for renewable energy. And those are things that take a little more planning, a little more financial preparation. And, and so the key is, over time, especially in the early stages of a carbon reduction plan, and you know, probably for the next decade or two, businesses are going to have really big carbon footprint that they're still trying to get rid of. And that's where offsetting is critical. And that's where TerraPass then can provide carbon offsets to neutralize the carbon emissions that they still have. What do you notice in terms of the, you mentioned uh, some of those decisions that business ha businesses have to make in terms of the responsible decisions and the steps along the way that in terms of the clients and the businesses that you're dealing with, are they being more efficient and kind of making the, you talk about a lot of planning there that a lot of people have to do. Are they kind of mapping things out accordingly or are there some people that are still kind of flying by the seat of their pants here? Well, I think there is, at TerraPass, we get a lot of clients who, who just need help with that. And that's what we're here for. Sure. You know, they're, they are, they're saying, I want to, I want to create an ESG plan. How do I do that? And that's, that's where they'll come to us and, and we'll help them step through the fundamentals of specifically the, the carbon reduction plan that I mentioned. So we do see, um, you know, businesses, um, need a little bit of guidance. It, they're not business. Every business is not supposed to be a sustainability expert, right? Right. Um, so the key thing is you need to make sure you're looking for an advisor that can help you, you know, help you make practical decisions, help you make the right decisions for your business and choose from a lot of options that are out there on this journey. So TerraPass, uh, we can definitely advise on the carbon reduction plan. And then there are a lot of good uh, partners out there who can help with things like might be solar technology or, you know, other renewables or, or electric vehicles. So um, I'd say always look for an expert to just be able to, to help them set you in the right direction. And what adjustments within that 
carbon reduction plan have you guys made at TerraPass in terms of trying to kind of fine tune and, and tweak a little bit just to make sure that you guys are where you need to be and always kind of helping your clients with the proper, you know, advice? Oh, in terms of what we're doing internally at TerraPass? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So for, for us, um, number one, we... So we are we have a lot of the challenges that that many other businesses have in terms of, you know, we don't own our office space. Right. We are in a shared office space. Um, we don't really have company fleets. So you you start having to deal with what kind of actions in in the situation that I'm in, what kind of actions can I take? And for us, you know, we're making sure that, you know, we're using uh, renewable energy for our energy supplies. Uh, we're make well and. I should back up. First step, we, we make sure we know our carbon footprint. We're estimating what our carbon emissions are every year. And then we identify where we can take action, you know, sourcing renewable energy, uh, using you know, high-quality carbon offsets to address the business travel that we do to, you know, conferences and events. Uh, and so for us, um, you know, we're constantly looking at ways to reduce, you know, uh, at kind of jumping around here a little bit. But, you know, Travel a little bit less, sure. have more meetings, you know, virtually than than in person, um, and then what we can't eliminate, we're gonna we're gonna address through offsets, um, through carbon offsets and the projects that we have access to. You know, Sam, we've talked a lot about everybody figuring out their game plan with regards to ESG, from planning to figuring out their carbon offsets. So, I'm a small business. I figured out my carbon offsets. I still need to continue to reduce my footprint. Where can TerraPass come in and help me with a carbon offset? How does that work? Yeah, great, great question. I mean, that is that is um, you know fundamentally the the core the core uh, product that we provide to customers. And uh, for us, what we do is we provide carbon offsets um, to help businesses and, and individuals neutralize their carbon footprint. And what we do is we go out. And we find the best carbon reduction projects out there. And, and we do that through our um, very rigorous product integrity standards. We are only going to buy from projects that have been uh, past the highest level of third-party inspections and independent inspections. Uh, we also do our own due diligence. We make sure we are buying from the, the most highly regarded project types. And we also... Uh, the carbon offsets that we source, we're also uh, providing our own independent third-party review of everything we do. So when customers come to us and, and buy carbon offsets, um, they know they're getting top-quality carbon offset projects, you know, just like the, the biggest companies out there. And, and one of the other things that we offer, um, you know, carbon offsetting for businesses, a lot of it um, becomes very tailored. And our, our teams are very good at, at working with businesses to find the, pro the carbon offset projects that really align with their sustainability strategy. Uh, you might be, for instance, uh, a business, your key markets are in the Northeast and in the West. So you want carbon offset projects that, that are in those markets. So you can say, hey, we're, we're benefiting sustainability in the markets we serve. Or uh, you could be, for instance, a, uh, a company that, that produces food. You're concerned about food waste. You might want carbon offset projects that also support sustainability in the, the, the food waste chain. So uh, companies can come to us. They can, they can look at the different types of carbon offset projects that we can offer them. And we can typically find projects that really help them, you know, not just neutralize their carbon footprint, but really tell a bigger sustainability story that, that mean, that's meaningful to their customers and other stakeholders. You mentioned companies coming to you guys. I'm just curious, how wide ranging is that in terms of the different types of companies you're dealing with? 
Yeah, yeah, great question. Um, we we deal uh, with we work with companies anywhere from you know Fortune 500 down to sole proprietorships, and that's been the key to the TerraPass platform is 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 having solutions for the uh, you know all different size of customers. Um, one of the things that that TerraPass is is really really good in is definitely the um, helping companies with customer-facing, market-facing type of solutions where you're not only going to, you know, procure carbon offsets, but you're going to, you're going to help, we're going to help you talk about it. We're going to create marketing materials so you can share that with your customers. Uh, we're going to create, potentially help you create a product that you can offer to your own customers. Hey, I'm, you know, I'm a rental car company and, and I want to offer a carbon offset with my rental cars. Uh, so one of the things that that we do a lot of, or we're really good on, is, is customer facing solutions, uh, and we work with you know we have companies of all sizes coming to us for that. So for our listeners out there that aren't extremely experienced in this world, in this uh, space, excuse me, not the world, but in this space, uh, when you talk about third party certification or third party reviews, an example would be a forestry where there's the trees. You're looking for the ones that have the drones that measure the, the heights and the growth and so on and so forth so that the uh, renewable energy credit that comes from that or the carbon offset credit that comes from that has been verified. Is that an example of what you're trying to talk about? That's exactly right. And I, we get we we get a lot of questions about you know what what is a carbon offset project? How does it work? Um, and the you know the high quality carbon offset projects the the level of of um, inspection and validation is intense um, on a on a on an annual or more frequent basis. If it's a forestry project, it could be drones or or there are scientists going out and literally measuring tree trunks. Right. If it's a, a different type of projects, it, it's collecting operational data. Data. And so every carbon reduction, any type of carbon offset, the TerraPass cells is something where the data has been collected. It's been it's been inspected by the team that manages the project, and it's been inspected by an independent third party. And they say yes, we confirm that you know this much carbon has been reduced by this project. So that's key to a carbon offset. So are have you started participating yet in that responsibly sourced gas that? For example, the Project Canary has where they monitor those wells for the methane. Are you dealing with that yet, or have you not gotten to that? That is a technology um, or a solution that I'm familiar with. We're not, we don't, we're not participating in that yet. My familiarity with it is it's it's maybe a newer a newer solution, a much needed solution. But it definitely the ability to kind of eliminate methane from abandoned oil and gas wells is that the right one? Well, it's just oh, methane in general on how, what, how from much oil it's fields. produced. Yeah, in the oil fields, that's correct. That that one, so that one is more, I think, related to monitoring oil fields for emissions. Correct. Um, I don't think that would necessarily be a carbon offset type of a project. And and the key to a carbon offset project is, um, it's it's a project that did not exist. Um, and 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 somebody says, if I can get carbon offset revenue from this project, I am going to build this. And I am going to create a carbon reduction that wouldn't have happened um, unless somebody is paying for these carbon offsets every year for the next 20 years. We do get a lot of questions about, hey, you know, is this is this a carbon offset project? And the key is um, it's not if it would have existed without that carbon offset revenue. So that's and a key. I'm curious. I asked about the different companies you deal with, but you've talked about the different projects and just in terms of the subject areas that you might be uh, people might be dipping their toes in those waters. And when they come to you, like 
how wide ranging is that? Where it's like, oh, like this is a carbon offset project. Like, do, do you get any of that stuff where it's just like, oh, I didn't really like see this one coming? Like, are, are there kind of surprises like that along the way? In terms of different project yeah, types, yeah, exactly. Um, you know, there there are um, it, it. There is a lot of. I think the the surprises are, I would say, in a good way. I, there's I mentioned technology development in the carbon reduction space is, is big right now, and we're seeing a lot of new project types come out. Uh, that we are keeping an eye on. You see like engineered carbon removal called direct air capture, where it's literally a giant wall of fans that is sucking carbon out of the air. Um, you know, I, you would ask me three years ago, did I see that coming? No, um, but it's it's moving in that direction that I do think um, at, when that technology matures, we're going. That's going to be one of our core projects that we work with. Um, Y'all, you know, soil soil carbon offsets, uh, blue blue carbon offsets, which are basically kind of um, you know ocean related carbon sequestration. Um, all the there are so many new types of of uh, kind of forms of carbon removal that are being developed. I think it's really surprising, and we need it because we need as much carbon removal happening as we can. Yeah, you know. Uh, when we were trying to schedule this podcast, you had some conventions going on, if I remember right. Uh, this fall is full of conventions. Everybody's back out again, aren't they? Uh, what are some of the conventions you've gone to? Uh, which ones are you going to? And are you speaking at some of those talking about what TerraPass does? Yeah, it, uh, the answer is uh, yes, yes on all of the above. Um, I think one of the ones we went to recently uh, was GBTA, Global Business Travel Association. And um, I really, I really like having TerraPass at at industry related events because that's where you really just start talking. You really, it's all about that industry and what kind of what kind of carbon solutions that industry needs. And so, um, I had the opportunity to speak about TerraPass at that event, and also was on a, a great panel with um, uh, you know Salesforce, South Pole, TerraPass. Uh, we were talking about. Um, carbon offsets and how can the travel industry use carbon offsets to address its carbon emission needs. So uh, industry conferences are ones, you know, we're always looking for to help help industries figure out how to how to deal with this um, and companies of all sizes. And and we are looking at going to um, uh, Green Biz Verge Sustainability Conference here next month. Um, and so that, well, I think it's in November. Is that right? October, October next month. Um, and Is that, that the one in San Jose? It is. Yep. I'll be there. So All right. I'll look you up. Yeah. Great. Um, and those ones are fantastic for you always making sure we're you know you're part of the the leaning edge of sustainability thinking and and how does your solution fit in with the the broader sustainability um, it, it broader sus- array of sustainability solutions that companies should look at. Uh, last one for me when we've talked with multiple guests about how that convention urge is kind of you know, sparking again and everybody's kind of getting out again. Uh, And the thing I'm always curious about is how much more beneficial those interactions are, those in-person, face-to-face talks are for the business, specific to TerraPass. What can you speak to about just kind of how much you'll benefit from getting out there again and and seeing people face-to-face? You know, I think it, it, at TerraPass, there there are two types of, of clients that we work with, and, and a lot of it are, are the clients that come to us. They're already thinking about this. They know they want to take this step, and they're reaching out. The benefit, especially of being at industry events, is um, you know our team can can walk around, meet different businesses um, that might be thinking about it, but haven't taken the step to say you know to reach out, and and it's so valuable. The biggest thing we need right now are just more businesses and more individuals 
just starting to take initial steps to sustainability. Um, and so when we can get out there, have those conversations, we might, we might, we can trigger, uh, you know, we can trigger some businesses to say, okay, well, um, you know, why don't, why don't we set up a call and let's just talk about uh, what, what's the first step. And I think that's, that's really a key priority for us is, is, you know, helping, you know, helping everybody take the first step. Well, that's a terrific mission and you're up and running. How long have you guys actually TerraPass? How long have you guys been trying to do this? <laughs> so TerraPass, um, one of our claim claims to fame is we are one of the longest serving carbon offset providers. Uh, this TerraPass started back in 2004. Um, wow. Yeah, it, and it was in a business school class at the University of Pennsylvania, where the professor and the students said, "Hey, you know, there's these new things called carbon offsets. We think people might like those to help offset the their their emissions from driving." Uh, and they started there, and it, it eventually kind of grew to more areas, and it is what it is today. So it a lot of great vision um, by those people back then. And, and uh, you know, you don't find a lot of carbon offset providers that have been around that long. And so we, we, we are very lucky to have, have that kind of longevity. Boy, that's terrific. And uh, that's the story. From business school to, to uh, downtown Houston, there you go. Real success, yep. Yeah, absolutely. Well, congratulations on the success you've had. You know, you're uh, 18 years in, where we're going to be in the next 18 years, let's see, we'll be uh, pushing that 2040 number, and that's a lot of targets that everybody has set out there to be 100% green yep. by 2040. Those deadlines are going to come quickly, and we got a lot of work to do in the next 10 years. So with that in mind, as you and I are looking to the future here, look into your crystal ball, Sam, and what do you see in the future? So I think there are, in this space, two, two really big things. Um, it's, it's technology development and it's, it's government. And th those questions are, are things that businesses should be thinking about. When it comes to technology, we need a lot more uh, zero emission or net zero technologies, sustainable aviation fuel. We need batteries to support renewables. These are all things that, that need to be deployed at large scale in the next, in, in the next decade or, or quicker. Um, and so technology development for any business, you know, it, it's going to be look at the technologies that are out there today um, and, then, and then make decisions because we're going to see new technologies being available to you, you know, year over year. And then the other one in the carbon offset space is, I mentioned direct air capture, blue carbon offsets. We're seeing new carbon offset technologies come into the market, too, that are going to be uh, increasingly effective, um, and those are going to be options for our customers down the road. Now, the, the key um, is what will government do with carbon emissions in the next, you know, in, in the future? And we've already seen, you know, Europe uh, regulating carbon emissions. Canada is launching a, a, a greenhouse gas emission regulation. Um, and even next month, Securities and Exchange Commission, uh, I think it's on their docket to issue their ruling on will businesses have to report their carbon footprint. So it's important for businesses to be thinking about, yeah, regulation is coming in some form. We don't know what, but we do know it's coming. And, and the most important thing is, is those three steps. Just start, calculate, conserve, and offset. And you're going to start building those muscles in your organization to deal with what's coming because something is, is going to be coming for sure. 
Mike, that's all I got. Anything else? No, that's it. I think that covers everything. Thank you, Sam. Right. Appreciate your time. Sam, appreciate everything. Thank you, guys. Appreciate the opportunity. All right, he's Sam Tallin. Uh For Mike Niemer, I am Greg Frank. Want to make sure everybody tunes into our podcast and subscribes and give us a five-star rating wherever you get your podcast from because, as the saying goes, you learn something new every day. And we were responsible for today's lesson. This has been Episode 144 of The Green Insider, powered by e Renewable. Everyone, enjoy the rest of your weekends.